Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. We are talking about Cindy's new book, My Link to Mildred. My Link to Mildred, Interrupting the Epidemic of Trauma via Nonviolent Communication. And on the cover is a picture of my mom when she was a young girl and her grandmother, who was Mildred, my great-grandmother. That's what the cover shows. And what exactly is your link to Mildred? What is the book about? My Link to Mildred, it's really about historical trauma generational trauma that's passed down. And it's a combination of personal narrative about my own family's historical trauma that was passed down to me. I actually had the name of this book written out for the past probably 25 years when I realized years ago, wow, like I can actually trace my own crazy meaning, like the way that I interact with folks in the world or wherever dysfunction might arise, I can trace it back, like literally through the generations, back to my link to Mildred. That's how the book name came about. And I've been very much aware how nonviolent communication has been a huge blessing in my life to be able to interrupt some of that trauma from hopefully being passed down to future generations, or at least to the degree that it was to me that every generation, maybe it's a little bit less. So you know my mom, Heather, we called her Ima, and she died actually a year ago last Friday. And when she was dying, she asked me to write this book, which again, I knew I was going to write it for 25 years. But once she passed, I just started waking up first thing in the morning, just organically waking up at like four in the morning and would come into my office and just start typing away. The book flowed out of me. It was very easy. It was actually rather pleasurable to write it. And there was not much work involved. But it had been well, in the works Well, it had been in the works while. in my head but never anything. I never wrote anything about it. I just had the name of the title like written down and I kind of knew what I wanted to do with it, but I didn't write any of it for 25 years until my mom died. And then I more or less wrote the book in about two or three months. I don't even know. It was a process. It was a big part of my process of mourning my mother's passing. My mom wanted me to write this book because though she and I definitely had some difficulty because of the trauma that was passed down. It wasn't all difficult, but we did have some difficulty. In the last several years, thanks to me learning nonviolent communication, we had a lot of healing around lifelong harm, lifelong difficulties that had occurred between us. And we were allowed to have really honest conversations where we were hearing one another because of NBC, I think because of the work that I had done. Also because of this podcast, my mom started listening to the podcast and I really did start to see some changes in the way that she was interacting with me, like not doing those other conversational responses and having a willingness to reflect and listen for needs. It was really cute actually when I started seeing her adopting some of the things that I talk about here on the podcast. And then during COVID, when I was building the Bigby Method and I was working on the curriculum with a great instructional designer and meeting with many people via Zoom to build this thing, my mom visited me and she used to sit in the living room and kind of listen to a lot of my conversations. And then in the morning, we would go around and walk and I would share with her just all the happenings with my business. And honestly, I would remember us just shaking our heads like, 
Wow, isn't this crazy? The fact that all the stuff that happened to her, to the generation before her, to me as a result of all those things, all of those things, like we were actually seeing it just morph into this work, this body of work and being able to extend this body of work and hopefully scale the work up. And we were both just kind of in awe of the fact that the trauma that had been handed to us could actually bend toward the light, so to speak. I mean, the history informed, I guess, my searching for a different way of moving in the world. And then NBC resonated so deeply for me. And then I think, as you know, and our audience that listens to us know, like I've tried to adopt it deeply and with a lot of integrity in my life. And as a result, I think it has played out in such a way that like when my mom died, I had and have had so much peace around my mother passing. It's almost been weird. And I think a lot of that is due to the fact that we had so much closure. There was nothing left unsaid between us and there was nothing left unheard between us. Some of the things that I had deep wounds around, my mother in the last few months, even before she passed, was able to actually really hold that space for me. That's a gift that most people don't get. Like the people that pass trauma to you for them to actually be able to hear it and have deep mourning around it with you, most people don't get to have that. And I feel very, very blessed that I did have that with my mother. And I really think much of the credit of that is owed to nonviolent communication process. It seems like a lot of people, I think, don't know about intergenerational trauma and epigenetics. I do. And also like a good friend of mine, she was talking when she read the book, like she wasn't relating like to her trauma seems like this very horrible thing. Trauma. The whole point of the book is that most of us have had trauma. It's not just some little segment, like the data are pretty straightforward. Two thirds of us have documented that we have had trauma between the ages of zero and 18. So it's not some people, it's most of us, and there's different forms of trauma. So I unpack all of that in the book. I talk about the different kinds of trauma and that you can't really compare one person's trauma to another. It really all has to do with how it impacts the way your brain responds. And if you're quick and heightened to go to some of that fight, flight, freeze response, which again is for most of us. And most of us are not even aware that that is what is playing out between us in most of our interactions in everyday life. So there is a whole chapter on that. And there's a lot of personal narrative, which I wasn't sure how that would be for people to read about my life. But so far, I think the response has been really well-received. In fact, I don't know if I even told you this, Heather, that we were, I guess, number one on Amazon's bestseller for several categories in the first week when we released the book, which was just last week. So we can say that we are an Amazon bestseller, which is very exciting to be able to say. So people so far that are reading it, I'm hearing a lot of it. People are really beginning to like make a lot of connections for themselves in their own lives, in their own history, having a lot of aha experiences in reading it. I've heard from a few therapists that they're like, oh, they're going to get everybody in their practice to read this and all of their clients to read this because I guess it's very eye-opening and illuminating for people to have a greater understanding of the forces in their own lives. So there's that. There's a the personal narrative. There's a lot of information on trauma. There's a whole chapter on nonviolent communication where I do go into like, you can't learn NVC by reading about it in a book, but at least I'm trying to give you an idea of what it is. Also, I'm pretty proud of the NVC chapter because what I did was I tried to connect 
the processes in NVC, like giving empathy first or waiting, self-empathy process and connecting it back to the brain research and why I think that each of these processes is very helpful in undoing some of the stories that we end up living from when we've had trauma and having a lot more clarity and safety as a result of some of the processes that are in NVC. So I try to kind of like line those two things up together. And I think that that can be very helpful for people that don't know NVC, but also for people that know NVC to even have a greater understanding about why we experience it as powerful. And I think I do a pretty decent job of explaining why it's so powerful as related to the brain. So there's that in the book. And then I do talk about the Bigby method and share a little bit about like my dream and my vision to be able to scale up this work. And then the last chapter, I really didn't know if I should even put it in there, but the whole last chapter is really about my mother's passing and our last month together, which to me was a beautiful experience. I still don't understand it fully how it could have been, but I think a lot of it had to do with, again, we had nothing left unsaid or unheard between the two of us. And there was just so much presence, like raw, real presence. And I'm really glad I captured it for myself. So I would never forget those moments when she was dying. But I also think that I'm able to like full around my mother's own trauma and how I think she had so much closure and peace in the end around her own trauma, a lot because of being able to be heard and to be held and to really receive love maybe that she didn't have an easy time fully accessing because of the abuse that she had had as a child. Yeah, it seems like you come full circle, like you start with her trauma and then you end with yeah. how it was for and her for all of at us. the end like the harmony that we ended up having. And then mm -hmm. the last thing that I want to say is in the book that to me is probably the most important thing in the book is the appendices. In the appendices, I put in many, not all, but many of my poems that I wrote over the years when I was the coordinator from Community Connections Restorative Justice Program. I worked with youth between the ages of 13 and 17. Most of them were referred through our Department of Juvenile Justice or through the state attorney's office, kids that were arrested, basically. So some, quote, tough cookies. And throughout the years of me working with those kids, I used to always think, God, I wish I could get everyone in the world to sit and circle with these kids and go behind the scenes and know them deeply in the way that I know them. Because my thinking was, if we had everyone do that, there would be an outpouring of support and understanding for these kids and what they're going through. Because my thinking is that we need a lot of support. It has to be a huge village approach to supporting, really, it's mostly black and brown boys in our community. So that whole last section is my way of allowing my audience to sit in circle finally with those kids and have a deeper understanding of the epidemic of trauma that really is plaguing us and that we're not talking about. So I hope people, when they read the book, will read that last section because to me that's the part that matters the most, wanting people to understand like we really have a trauma epidemic and all the violence that we see in our world is connected to that trauma. And here we go. We have this thing called NVC that if I can help to scale up I think can have some inroads around this whole issue. Is there anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Around Get the this? book. It's on Amazon. It's called My Link to Mildred, Interrupting the Epidemic of Trauma via Nonviolent Communication. And then, yeah, let me know what you think. It's kind of interesting putting your life's work out in a book and then there's a void. You want to know, how did it land for people? Was it helpful? It's really nice to know. So people can always call us and leave messages as you do. 
on the Empathy Warm Line, which is 850-706-0488. And also, as you read the book, if you do, you can rate it on Amazon. That helps. Pass it along to a friend. And I'm really hoping that a lot more people will take interest in coming into the intro class with The Big B Method, which you can find on our website at www.thebigbmethod.com. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.